Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Won't you date me? A podcast where me and Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single. Even though you could come in a, a tube of toothpaste and I squeeze it out and I go, this is runny, but I'll still use it. My guest today is an Emmy-winning actress, writer, and singer who starred in Nope, Lightyear, Hustlers, and so much more. Can you open IMGB? Come on, baby. Okay, her new podcast, Baby, This is Kiki Palmer, is now available exclusively and ad-free on Amazon Music. Ooh. Oh boy, I'm thrilled she's here today. Ooh, open your ears. It's Kiki Palmer. Hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> hi, 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 hi. How are you? I am so good. I have to know what sign are you, Nicole? Because I just I just have to get into that. Ooh, I'm a Virgo. Oh my And you see right there? That's when I knew. Cause girl, I'm a Virgo too. And that's Oh, the we are of- special we are, people. Come on. Are you uh, September or are you August? I'm August. Me the too. end of August. I am too. I'm August 26th. Ooh, I'm August 29th. So <laughs> swing that, that six around and you get me. <laughs> I love that. It's so good to hang out with you today. Yes, this is fun. First of all, people can't see it, but where are your glasses from? Oh, so my glasses are, I, I get a lot of my glasses from like downtown, like the alley. You know what I'm saying? Like I just Santa find, Alley? Yeah, you know, I just find different, you know, actual sunglasses frames. And then I take them out and put my prescription in. So, you know, they got like a turquoise frame 
rim guys and it's black on the edge uh you know but it's just, it's just you know i love quirky glasses what can i say yours look good too though thank you they're very Welcome. big and they smush my nose but i don't care i just love how big they are <laughs> yes i love they big just glasses like cover well. my whole face <laughs> yes. okay kiki i have a question so you are you're successful that's not a question it's a statement but like has dating <laughs> been hard for you since you're a successful person. Totally, totally. Dating has been so hard for uh, many of the same reasons that it's hard for any one of us. And then also for obviously my own unique reasons, my lifestyle, um, mm -hmm. the overwhelming vibe that my lifestyle can bring to any dating scenario, um, you know, and then per perception, you know, societal perceptions and, and how that kind of can can give you pressures in terms of who you should be dating and why you should mm -hmm. be dating them. I think definitely I went through a lot of that uh, as a as a teenager too. What's your type? Do you even have one? <laughs> so I used to always say I don't have a type because I don't think I have a type physically. I do think okay. I, you know when it comes to physical stuff if I'm like in a superficial sense, I love hair. It can be any kind. It could be locks, it could be curls, it could be a fade, it could be anything, but I just love beautiful hair is like a sign of beauty for me. Like it doesn't okay. matter. So I think I'm I'm definitely attracted to hair and then I'm also attracted to height. That's like as oh. typical as it gets in terms of the like superficial front. But then when it comes to like a type, I do think I have a personality type. When I was younger, I used to think I liked the quiet guy the mysterious mm -hmm. guy but obviously i don't think i think that was just the first person i dated that's how they were so i thought that's mm -hmm. what i liked as i got older i realized that i like the quirky guy the guy that is beating to his own drum he's a little bit more eccentric he's not too like he's not giving you andre 3000 he's maybe giving you more <laughs> he's maybe giving you more like adam sandler like he's giving you a little okay. bit more like awkward in that kind of humorous sense um not taking themselves too seriously a little bit of the everyday chill not trying to be too cool like something that someone that feels like approachable um and down to earth that's like what i like yeah i like that too i like someone who's funny but doesn't have to be the star of the party yes. i kind of like a like a recurring he pops in he's very funny <laughs> goes back to the corner comes back and is like hello and you're like "Ooh, that's fun i hope he comes back again <laughs> yeah that's what i like i'm the same way nicole you know why because we, our personalities are already extra and gagged out mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you know it's good to have somebody that can go there with us but also somebody that's you know that can that we can just go into and it's not like you know we don't have to be extra because after a while people expect that from us and it's like yes. we're not like that all the time you know what i mean <laughs> sometimes yeah. i'm chilling I'm in the corner somewhere. So uh -huh. I want somebody that can keep up with that speed as well. <laughs> the nicest thing I anybody I have dated has ever said to me, I was like telling them about just a day at work. And I was like, I'm sorry. That was very boring. And he was like, you're not here to entertain me. And I was like, I'm not. I love you. Here <laughs> to entertain you. <sighs> it blew my mind. Because usually I'm just like on when I'm exactly. dating somebody. I'm like, I need you to like me forever. Otherwise, I'll <laughs> wither away and die. And I but don't I want that, that. But I think that's extremely natural, at least for me. You know, I, I, I totally relate to the whole. And, and honestly, I relate to it in terms of dating and friendships. Like, I find that, especially in the beginning, we all kind of bring this performative nature mm -hmm. and just this kind of like I'm presenting to you the person that I think is the best version of myself. And then it does get spooky after a while. I've always felt like this with, <laughs> with dating <laughs> that once people realize I'm not happy all the time and I'm mm -hmm. not. And I actually like just like most people that are, are, are I don't know if I call myself a comedian, but a comedic actor or a comedic person. Um, 
you know, most people like that. Hell, we can get depressed as fuck. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, when when that when I when I open myself up to someone and then they start seeing the cracks of the entirety of who I am, I always get really anxious because I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna find uh-huh. out that <laughs> they're gonna yeah. find out that I'm not always thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are they gonna find smoother road? I've got a lot of cracks and a lot of issues. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just kind of, I mean, but that, I think that's the reality. Nobody is always going to be like that, that, what you met in the beginning. I think, you know, it's, it's always getting to, that's, that's the real dating is like getting past that initial vibe and like who's actually going to like me for me. That's, I think, what makes it so difficult. I think I read it on Instagram because that's where I get all of my education currently. But I think they, it said <laughs> on Instagram that, you don't really know someone until after a full year has passed. Right, girl. And that I believe is true. my mind. Because, honey, I can perform. I can keep up an act for a minute. You know, I can, <laughs> I can definitely keep things under control for a while. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it's so interesting, too. I think that is also like a defense mechanism, like in a, in a control thing. It's like no one really reaches past that point until before you know it, they do. And then that's when it's like, oh, wait a minute. Now I really care. Now you're really going to get to know me. And that doesn't really happen, mm-hmm. I know, for me and definitely until past like a year. Like it takes a second for me to kind of really even trust someone to really go there yeah because i i'm always like are you gonna hurt my feelings and i know nobody's like setting out to hurt people's feelings i mean hopefully but i'm always like but if i let you in are you gonna hurt my feelings and then i'm gonna regret letting you in and then i just never do it again yeah you just never want the scarring like you know what i mean like i hate that too about situations but i've realized that they're kind of always that's like always like What's going to happen? Like I exp- I feel like I experienced the worst version of that. Not the worst version of that. Let me not be dramatic because everybody <laughs> everybody goes through that. I, I actually was like, I, I'm, I've experienced the hardest thing on earth. No. <laughs> but I think the thing is, is it's the most typical version of what you see in the movies when it's like, oh, my gosh, my best friend, you know, messed around with my boyfriend behind my back. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I experienced that. And it was the most that to me epitomizes what you're talking about which is like our worst fear of oh my gosh how am I ever going to trust anybody again and even more so not even just the person I was dating but the person I was best friends with that and that is really like it, it it's crazy but it's a part of life like somebody is gonna hurt you and most likely they're gonna be somebody that you really really love and care about and then what you know what i mean and, and, mm-hmm. and are you gonna choose to forgive them are you gonna choose to move forward and never trust anybody else again those are the questions that i've i asked myself a lot after experiencing things like that and i think that's you know that's it's just like you can't escape it though <laughs> no you really can't and that's life it's like they say it's like the husband's usually the murderer. Yeah. The, the person closest to you is the one who's going to kill you. Seriously. <laughs> Which is like, oh, no. But I had a best <laughs> friend once. He wasn't my boyfriend, you know, in, in real life. But in my brain, you know, we had something really nice and special. <laughs> um, but she ended up sleeping with him. And then I was like, Ooh. but you knew. Yeah, You exactly. knew I was building a fantasy in my brain. Yeah. And you knew that one day he was going to reject me and I'd cry about it. And I still wouldn't like you sleeping with him anyway. It's giving beaches. Why would you do that? And it was just like one of those things where I was like, I guess I'll stay friends with you. And then oh. eventually I was like... I don't know if this is working out in my favor. You keep doing awful things. Yeah. So that so did they keep dating the person that you were talking no, to that you liked? They truly just, so it was just hooked like up one, with them. Just hooked up with them. Wow. And it felt very pointed. Like she was like, I can do this. 
I can I can have whatever you want. And no, that was like her, no, her MO with a lot of things. <laughs> uh-uh. And so that's, it, it, okay, since we're going down the friend lane, <laughs> that's, you know, I don't know. I feel devastated about how that friendship ended. And the reason why is because I don't know the reasoning. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I've, I was watching, I, I, when you were saying what you were saying, I brought up Beaches, and I watched that movie recently, the Bed Midler one, where, you know, oh, her okay. and the best friend. I was friend like, which and, version? Right. Because there was one on <laughs> Lifetime recently. <laughs> I watched the original, and you know how it, they have that moment in there, but ultimately the friendship between them is like, you know, there's jealousy, but there's love, but there's mm-hmm. envy, but there's competition, but they love each other. It was like mm-hmm. such a mixed mosh of what we experience sometime in these very close, intimate, you know, platonic relationships and me and that person that that relationship for me is is it it kind of plays back into my head in terms of how i navigate other things in my life because it's it's like you think back on it and you're like so were you jealous of me but i can't imagine you being jealous of me or was it a competition was this about you or was this about it's like and, and and i always think about it the virgo in me is like trying to analyze so i can figure out how to navigate a situation like that the next time mm-hmm. but i don't really think there's cuz it's really actually not about any of them. It was always about you. And it's like you're trying to figure out what was I supposed to learn from that? What was I supposed to gain? To never trust anybody again? Or like, what? you know, what was the message here? That is interesting because I feel like we walk through life being like everything's a lesson that you're Ugh. supposed to learn from. And it's like, honestly, sometimes it's not because if you think you're learning from someone doing you dirty or whatever, and then you're like, okay, so I'm going to go into this with like, you know, all eyes open, looking around, suspicious and shit. It's like, well, how are you going to enjoy life and how are you going to enjoy your time? And also, someone might hurt you a different way. Yeah, so it's like that really doesn't actually help you any. And I remember talking to like this shaman lately. It was either shaman or astrology. And, you know, I do a lot of these little things. And <laughs> the lady was telling me that like it really isn't about them. It was really about you learning that, you know, you what did she say she said that it was just an experience for you that is about you trusting yourself Mm -hmm. Um, kind of saying to me that I always knew that the person I was dating and and my best friend were never trustworthy and so the journey that I went on was really more so experiential for me and my and me my me as my own person to prove myself right, even though I already knew what that I was right before the 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 whole debacle happened. So it was like again, it really wasn't about, like you said. It's not about that person. It's not about uh, you know um, trying to figure out anything. Like if there was any lesson, it was to trust my instincts from the beginning. Yes, which is a very curious thing that nobody really talks about. That it's like trust your intuition. It's yeah. usually right. If you have a bad feeling about a relationship, a friendship, you're probably going to be right as opposed to just like sitting in it and waiting for it to come like to to fulfill itself. It's like uh, maybe just remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. And that was definitely I I definitely look back and I don't know if it's the same for you, but I definitely look back on the situation. And I always was suspicious of them, of our, you know, true genuinity of our friendship. Mm -hmm. I really was. You know what I mean? But it was that thing where you just keep telling yourself, well, maybe I'm wrong. Well, maybe I'm wrong. And and that's to me, whether what happened to me or not did or didn't happen and how bad it was or whatever you want to call it. That's the biggest disappointment is, is that, wow, I should have you know, listen to myself. So I'm definitely glad to know that because moving forward in my life, when my intuition does tell me something, I definitely listen much differently, uh, much more pointedly uh, because I'm like, I know, I know what feels right for me and what doesn't, you know, and 
it's helped me thus far for sure i like how confident you are in this me personally i go i have intuition about this i think it's gonna end poorly and then i'll be in the shower being like it did end poorly and i'm sad but like also i knew it was gonna end poorly so this is a little bit on me you know you win some you lose some sometimes i feel like we're i mean i i have been in periods of my life where I can be a little masochistic in that regard as well, where it's like, you. I mean, even when I'm talking about this past situation, I knew, but it's like, I still did it anyway. And I think, I mean, is, is that, I think sometimes, hell, is that what we want in that moment? I mean, if you know and you and you say, I don't care, like, is that kind of just like, what if that, is that the, the way that we're in right now in that time in our lives is that we kind of want to put ourselves in those positions? I mean, there's Damn. nothing wrong with it. It's kind of just like what we're on. Uh-huh. <laughs> People are fucking weird we all if you are. think about it yes to be like to knowingly go into a bad situation just to be like woe is me yes. but like to not understand that's what you're doing is so fucking weird <laughs> how wild people are so wild wait kiki do you have any brothers that are single i would like to go to your thanksgiving do <laughs> so- they like big black ladies i would like to be part of your family <laughs> You can definitely be a part of my family. My brother is so young. You would not be interested. He oh, also has a girlfriend. Old? He's like 21. My brother. Oh, that's very, very young. I know. Young. He's such a baby. He's literally like <sighs> a literal Gen Z. He's born like in the 2000s. Like, are you kidding me? That's nuts to me. I my know. friend has a nanny and she was like, yeah, she was born in 2003. And I was like, someone in 2003 is taking care of your child? Well, in 2003, I had a full-time job. No, I'm kidding. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Just getting so fucking old. Girl, 30 is knocking around the corner. How do you feel about it? I mean, I don't even know how old you are. I'm but. already 30. I believe I'm 37 and I'm almost 40. And You're kidding. Sometimes it blows my mind. Damn, you look good, girl. Thank you. I thought you were like in your 20s. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got far too excited about that. Um, I So I learned this from... I don't know. Somebody doing my makeup. They were like, you should be happy that you've like chubby cheeks and uh, oily skin because (laughs) people put fillers in their face to look younger. I have natural fillers from food and God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is one thousand percent true about the fillers and the because mm-hmm. people really do try but i need them to just chill a bit because i i think it's you know sometimes it's right and then other times it's kind of like it ain't matching with the neck mm-hmm. and nothing's it's not coming together yeah do you think you would ever like touch your face in any way Man, I don't want to be like that asshole to be like, never. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because who's to say, like, girl, I might start reaching up to 50 and like, oh, wait a minute, these four headlines. You know, I don't know. But I'm scared of anything that's going to actually change the reconstruction. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I can get with the concept of, you know, I could see maybe one day, even for a role, if I'm playing like a very rich auntie, I can Mm -hmm. see myself getting into a little Botox, maybe doing something to freeze me up a little bit. But when it gets to the... (laughs) When it gets to the fillers and the stuff that might change or contour me more, Mm -hmm. that scares me. Because I do think that there's a good, there's, it's good for your face to be not all the way right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's, I I have a a thing about teeth. 
I like Ooh. teeth that are slightly off. That's like what I'm I saying. love a gap. I love like maybe like a little crooked tooth on the bottom or whatever. Because yeah. I'm like, that's what makes you special. Like nobody's exactly. teeth are like your teeth. And I know it's so cliche, but I truly believe that. That you know, no I don't I don't wanna it isn't no one it, it's kind of weird or strange if somebody's face is just quote unquote perfect. Mm-hmm. Whatever that might mean, you know, to you based on what you think is beautiful. But I don't know, I like people that look just like real people. Same. <laughs> And when I watch movies, sometimes I'm like, these people are all so pretty. I want Man. a movie just filled with like funny looking people. Well, don't you feel like back in our like when we were teens and stuff like that, every you know, you everybody did look normal. Like you I mean, mm-hmm. you had people that were okay, quote unquote, model looking, but then you had people that were just like gorgeous in an everyday kind of way, or the simple mm-hmm. man, or but I I do feel like after like maybe twenty tens especially Everybody was just drop dead gorgeous. And it was just like, yeah. what's going on? And Who it looks like bothers this? me. And how can I relate? How can I relate to this? Exactly. The most egregious, I think, was the newest Batman movie, which I loved. I thought it could have been <laughs> six hours longer. But um, <laughs> Colin Farrell played the penguin and they put a bunch of prosthetics on him. And I was like, oh, just go get a fatty. Go get like a nice fat man who's a great character <laughs> actor. They exist. And uh, let him play that part. I know. I know, you know, and and that's what I always say, too. Like, that's why I do like, I mean, obviously, I do think Joaquin Phoenix and Christian Bale, they've been putting their bodies through the ringers to give us a damn character moment. And I hate that for them, but I love that for them in terms of their dedication. But, (laughs) you know, it's like, damn, I do feel like, to your point, people got to be willing to go there. And, you know, stop worrying about looking gorgeous every damn shot. You know what I mean? And, 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 or, or, you know, what it's going to be to come out of it and just, become a character maybe you know change Mm -hmm. it up you know whatever it is i think you got to go all the way because if you don't then it kind of just looks like i can tell that it's i'm watching a movie which Mm -hmm. is the issue right you know you don't want to think that you're like watching a movie unless it's supposed to be like kitschy satirical campy perfect and if it's not then it's kind of like give me real life yeah give me some real messy shit kiki real quick we have to take a break This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ooh, way back. <laughs> okay, I have a question. In a relationship, is it okay to hack into a partner's phone? Mm, it's not okay, but would I do it? I have. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like I've definitely done it multiple times and I've apologized and done it again. But look, <laughs> nobody's perfect. And it I think it's like it happens. I mean, I think kudos to the people that are listening in and they're like, I never do that. I never. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not one of you. I will say this. I've been in relationships where I didn't feel the need to do that. And I think that's how you should always feel. Mm-hmm. And when you don't, that's the biggest. That is true what they say. It's the biggest sign that there's like no trust there. If you feel like you need to go through someone's phone, you know what I mean? Um, OK, so there is someone listening right now who's like. I don't trust my man yeah. or my lady or my person. Yeah. Um, I'd like to go through their phone. I haven't the foggiest idea how to start that. Ooh. How do you do that? I feel like everybody always has their phone in their hand. Yeah. Well, you got to be looking when they're like, so at a, at a chill time, you got to just, you know, when you guys are on the best of terms, you know, look around <laughs> while they're, <laughs> you got to be, when that's the thing. You got to be praying on the downfall while you guys are on the best of terms because you know okay. that shit's going to hit the fan at some point. So you got to be in a good mood with them and already plan. Mm-hmm. in the next heist. So pretty much when you guys are hanging out, you look over their shoulder, you see what they're typing in, you get a clue or an idea of what it is, you know what I'm saying, and just kind of, you know, get in the vibe there. Or if you guys sleep in the same bed together, you know how to pull their thumb out, you know how to pull their face up, you know how to figure <laughs> out a way to make sure that you can get into their phone based off of using their own body parts. Because the way that these phones are signed up now, it's easy way to do that. So those are my two options. Look over their shoulder mm-hmm. when they're in a very, you know, vulnerable moment, not realizing and or, you know, try to use their face, try to use their hand or something to that that regard. I would never, ever, ever suggest just fuddling around and footsing around. You know what I mean? Okay. Don't do that because the phone will do the whole thing where they can tell that somebody's been trying to get in. And you don't want your splat b- blow it up like that. Mm. Wait, if they're sleeping, does the face thing work? It or does. Or do your eyes have to be open? No, it works. <laughs> Trust me, I know. (laughs) This I love. I love this. It's good. I'm going to try it one of these days. I don't have anyone right now to try it with, but I'm going to try it. I'm telling you, it works because people are 
People don't, you know, and when you're chilling with someone, you guys are really in a comfortable relationship, they're going to slowly put their code in around you at some point. They're going mm-hmm. to. I've seen it tons of times. Oh, my gosh. It's worked every time. That's why I say just look over their shoulder real quick, you know, and do it. You got to have a good memory, though. I feel like the fucking passwords have gotten so long. Also, if you get in there, yeah, if you got somebody with Android or, or they doing that little puzzle piece shit on the front, you can forget <laughs> it. But, <laughs> but I was going to say, if you do get in the phone, you know, it, the great thing about it now is you can do un, make things that were read unread. You get what I'm saying? You can look mm-hmm. at the messages, read them, and unmake them still look like they weren't read. You have to go back and clear your name. <laughs> you have to go back. I've gone so as far as to send pictures to myself, screenshots to myself. Don't don't worry about reading it in the moment. Screenshot it, send it to yourself, delete that you sent it to yourself, and read it on your own phone. That's another wow. good tip. Free tip there that I wow. gave. Wow. I love this. <laughs> this is like next level. Some people might be listening being like, duh, bitch, I've been knowing all about this. But I'm not... I wish I... I mean, back in the day, I could hack into somebody's email clean and quick. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Talking about a Facebook account. You're talking about an Instagram account. You're talking about all of the accounts. Nowadays, see, the kids don't know. Nowadays, they've got this shit hooked up so clean that you got to do every type of verification to get there. But (laughs) but right in the early, like in the 2010s, 2014, Mm -hmm. 15, 16, baby, it was so easy to digitally hack into somebody's account. Especially if you knew a couple of things about them. It was done. Nobody could get anything past me. I love this. You have a full-ass <laughs> career as an actress, but also a private investigator. Oh, yeah, <laughs> You get in the dirt. I'm always getting into something. The only thing that I haven't been able to crack is how to look at somebody's private Instagram account. I'll get a chance to get back to it. But I do know how to look at any public people's pages, any of their stories. All you got to do is download Story Viewer app. Thank me later. Oh. Here's what I do. I have a little Finsta. Yeah, the and Finsta I block works the too. people. I block the people that I don't want to see me looking at their stories and then unblock them, look at their stories, reblock them, and then your view goes away. That's very good. That's very good. That is good. Mm-hmm. I do the Finsta every now and then, especially when I want to become somebody's friend that page is private. But nowadays, people know. You know, when they, their page is private, they're keeping people out. They, they're not going to add anybody they don't know. So that, uh it's very difficult. It doesn't really work to my advantage as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if what, it's private, uh, that's hard. It but is. Public so free game. Yeah, yeah, it's so difficult with that. Uh, <laughs> stop with the private pages. No. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Why are you on here? <laughs> yeah. I say that, and I do have a private page where I just <laughs> post <laughs> things about my house where I'm like, look at this new wallpaper. Here's a question When you're dating somebody, do you post about them online? Do you keep them secret? Mm. How do you do people get mad if you don't post them? Tell me. Yeah, people do get not mad but they definitely get suspicious like girl why you had me but that's because they don't know the fierce reality of like being in the public eye most of the time mm-hmm. and then once they get a taste they're like I'm good love you know what I mean <laughs> but it's like I'm, trust me I'm trying to protect our privacy and the fact you know once is a public figure um, or somebody that is a "Quote unquote popularity." The moment that you post things, it's kind of it's kind of like you're saying this is up for discussion. And even though mm. it's not up for discussion, and you're just showing, you know, for you, it's like I'm just showing something like very lightweight. It becomes mm-hmm. up for discussion for everyone else. And I don't necessarily really want my relationship to be up for discussion, even though I'd like to share my happiness and some of these 
fun moments, I don't really want you to think that you can comment on them because that's annoying. Uh, so it, it's kind of a hard balance. Uh, but usually I, I do keep it private. The only place that I will genu- generally like put stuff out there is my Facebook because that's only my family and friends. Like my mm-hmm. my close family and friends. So I, I will and I have uh, posted, you know, the people I've dated on, on there or, you know, personal things in general on there. I think that's smart. And I think that's very, very astute to be like if you're making it public you're making it so people can comment give opinions this that and the other even though you don't want to like i post like pole dancing videos because she's bad at it and she likes it (laughs) but um people like to comment about my weight it fluctuates that's just my life um and people be like oh you look thin and i'm like I'm the heaviest I've been. Like, let's like, not like, just set comment on up. that. <laughs> but, like, I also know that I, like, I'm wearing, you know, a sports bra and I put it out there. But I'm like, but maybe we talk about the thing I put up, the dancing, and it's bad. Or you like it, whatever. But, yeah, I never really thought about that. Like, posting a partner then invites people to be like, I like it. I don't like it. They're ugly. <sighs> They're cute. Um, and I think about Kourtney Kardashian so much. She 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 posts everything mm-hmm. every waking second with her husband. Right. And I'm like, but why? I get that you love each other, but why be so pub like she must really not care. I mean, some people really don't care about it or they they like it. You know what I mean? Some people like attention of any kind. You know, they like when someone says, I hate this or I love this or mm-hmm. why are you doing this? You know, me, I'm, I don't like all that. You know what I mean? I like, like you said, I like for people to either lovely or ha ha ha, this is a funny video. I'm not looking for a critique. I'm not looking for a critique from you because you don't have the credentials. So it's like, <laughs> for me, that that's probably just my personality. But some people, I think they like, you know, they like that. You know, they, they, they everybody, you know, everything, um, moves people differently you know i've realized mm-hmm. and it's just you know for me it makes easy total sense but then for someone else it's like oh no i'm living out loud and it's like i feel like i'm living out loud but i also feel like <laughs> stay out my damn business you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> i've had a hard time with that uh like doing this podcast and talking so openly about my love life oh yeah because then I, it it truly invites people to have opinions about it uh, I get a lot of unsolicited DMs where they're like, this person would be good for you. And I'm like, but uh, you don't actually know me. And then I don't know them. How do you know? freaking rude. That's how I feel about the skin thing. It's like, look, I get it. I've talked about my skin. I showed up on my acne. I've, You know I don't love it. You know I would love to find a cure for it. But at the end of the day, I don't need you to help me. And I know that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like people are like, well, why, you know what I mean? Well, I just want to, you know what I mean? And I just, and it's like, I'm not trying to be offensive, but I just don't, this is not what I want to discuss with you anymore past this yes. 15 second post. And yes. and, th- and I said everything I want to say about it and let's move on <laughs> from it. And now it's become this thing where everybody, I'm telling you, everybody thinks they can save me with this shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. why do you think I want to be your damn guinea pig? Also, tell me that. Why wouldn't you think that you've probably tried it or Say it again. done it? Uh, you've, you know, I don't, it's, it's very interesting. I also have like dark spots and hyperpigmentation on my body or whatever, especially like my underarms and people will be like, Ugh, 
why don't you fix that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm never staring at my underarms. Yeah, why are not you the staring first thing. at them? Maybe I've got a boil on my ass, and that's the first thing on my agenda. <laughs> like, 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 that's the other And thing. that's where I'm focused, on the boil on my ass. I'm so uncomfortable right now. And you're looking at my armpits? I can't sit. <laughs> literally. Literally. Like, there's other shit going on. And, you know, the this is not the biggest thing. You know, it, it's just what it is. It's just it's the way. It's the way that it is. I miss the good old days when we would sit and talk shit and gossip in our house. Okay, yes. instead of like just it, you can have an opinion, love. You can discuss it with your mm-hmm. friends and family. But why do you need to comment on it in the publics? Yeah, but also it's not even in public. A lot of these people are just like little avatars oh of like gosh, little gremlins and dinosaurs saying the worst shit. And you're like, but who are you? <laughs> who are you? Why? Why? Why is this dinosaur telling me that I'm ugly? Like why? literally, literally. Why is stock footage yelling at me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember your like first kiss? Mm-hmm. Yep. My first kiss was a little guy that I met on MySpace. <laughs> it was a guy that I met on MySpace because you know I couldn't make a. It was hard to make friends. Uh, because I didn't go to real school. Mm-hmm. So I would uh, be on MySpace finding, you know, a lot of people to talk to, my age group. And I found, I remember this boy that my friend knew. She knew him because he, his his little, he was like a little older than us. Maybe like two years older than us. And he would walk and pick up his little brother from school, which was friends with, he was friends with my friend. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh my gosh, this boy in my class, he got an older brother that picks him up from school and he is so fine. And I'm like, girl, show me him. And so she showed me him on MySpace and we started to correspond. And we're corresponding back and forth. We're talking, we're chit-chatting and we start, you know, talking for months. And it's like, this is huge in kid world. I mean, we probably mm-hmm. have been talking for like one month or two months. <laughs> but it was like, this has been our lifetimes talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to meet a you know, very badly. And so eventually I told my parents, like, hey, I've been talking to someone online and blah, 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 blah. And it took a long time, but eventually my parents were like, hey, let's meet his parents and let's, you know, invite them over for dinner and so you guys can meet. And so we met and I remember we were back in the backyard hanging out and talking, having like our little quote unquote private moment. And we were on my little brother and sister, like their little jungle gym thing that mm-hmm. they had. And we we're just like on the swings and then we just lean in for a little kiss. And I was like 14. Kiki, it's so funny. That's adorable. <laughs> That is the cutest fucking story. (laughs) Just like little pen pals who got to meet and kissed on the swings. Did you see each other again or was that a wrap after? We did. We dated actually for years. Yeah. We dated for years. We dated on and off for years. Mm Mm-hmm. That is... So fucking adorable. It's so funny, isn't it crazy? Like it, it's just a, it brings a smile to my face because it's just like, oh my gosh, that first little love. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's so cute. So wait, when did you start acting? Was your first part Akila in the Beat? No. So that was my first leading role, but my oh, first okay. role ever was Barbershop Two when I was nine. Oh damn, nine! Mm-hmm. So you're hey. You're a child <laughs> hey. actor who's doing who's doing great. <laughs> Thank what you. a dream! I love that. This is good for you. I love that. Thank you so much. Do you think like, I don't know, this is a weird question. Do you think you grew up a little faster, like being in a business of adults? 
I think I grew up faster in some ways and then slower in other ways, to be quite honest with you. Oh, interesting. Like, I think I grew up faster in ways of business. Like, mm-hmm. honey, I'm, I'm in, I, I know the business back and forwards, honey. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm in that thing. <laughs> and it's like, you can't tell me nothing. Like, you know. But then when it comes to some social things, I didn't mm-hmm. go to high school. And I think high school is really important in terms of, like, your learning, you know, just learning, like, how to recognize things and people and, and scenarios. And um, obviously, you're not a genius in social, you know, social realities at, at, at high school, at 18. Mm-hmm. You still continue to learn them in college, et cetera, et cetera. But I did always feel like I was just a little bit delayed in some of the things that it was almost given Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls. I put it mm-hmm. like that. Where it's like Lindsay Lohan's character was smart, you know what I'm saying? But it just took her a second to know like, oh, these girls are trying to use me or they're trying to blah, blah, blah. But once she got it, she got it. You know what I'm saying? So I think for me, in some ways, that's how I was socially, um, you know, kind of like extremely naive. And also not even just naive, but like not really always aware of how much my popularity would be weaponized to other people or something something that they felt competitive with. I didn't, because I overlooked it so much and I saw it so much as a job and a business, I never realized how much other people felt kind of overshadowed by that and how that influenced some of my social um, experiences. That's interesting because I always, in my brain, I was like, oh, people who've been in the business for a very long time are like fast tracked to being adults, but like being stunted socially makes a ton of fucking sense because mm-hmm. you're not around enough people your own age to be like, oh, this is what happens with this and da da da. Exactly, that's fucking interesting. Yeah, it is. It definitely was interesting. And my mom used to always help me with that because I would always be like, kind of, why is this happening? And she said, <laughs> you know, she's like, Kiki, this is the normalest shit that could ever happen to you. And trust me, you would be going through it a lot more often, a lot more, you know, just it would be so much more common to you if you were in high school. Like mm-hmm. when I was talking to you about like the, the how many times has that happened to people with a boyfriend, you know, messed around with their best friend or or their best friend lied to him or, you know, that some of that stuff is like so it's like, oh, that happened to me in junior high. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But me, it was like it happened to me once and that's all I needed. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a little bit more uh-huh. dramatic of an experience because I did not go to a, nor- a, a, I was not in a scenario where these kind of realities happen all the time. Real quick, ooh, we gotta take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. 
Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y.com. Newly with two U's. With code DATEME20, newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. Kiki, I have another question. Okay, how do you meet people? So your first kiss was found via the internet. Do you do apps? Do you meet people in person? I've done them. I've done apps. Um, but I do prefer to meet people in person and through mutual scenarios. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I think it's best. It's, it's safer that way. I, I mean, I wish so badly that I could do the same things that everyone else does. And I mean, I imagine in some certain areas, I probably could. Everybody's not overly aware of me and what I do. Um, so I think it could happen. You know what I mean? If I was in another another country or another place in the world i probably mm-hmm. could enjoy that in that regards a little bit more than i do but in in the u.s of a child i just gotta you know <laughs> stick with <laughs> i gotta stick with those that i know and, and 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 try to meet people that are in their world now that doesn't mean only celebrities because i'm not actually into the whole celebs dating gag that's not okay you know what I mean? i'm kind of feeling more of like the meryl streep of it all i'm kind of feeling more of the you know the Julie Roberts of it all the dolly parton of it all like where it's like this isn't one part of my life and then i can you know mm-hmm. my, my relationship allows me now i'm not saying I, I it never will happen but i don't really necessarily search for it that way like you know mm-hmm. for someone in the industry um, because it's just weird to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like to just try to meet people that I, my, I can meet through my friends. You know what I mean? Okay, here's a question for me. Do you have any single friends who are looking? So I tried to be part of your family. Now I'm going to be trying I'm trying to be part of your friend group. You got any friends looking? So I do have friends looking. Uh, there I mean I don't know if you're into women, but all my friends that are looking are are women and they're like, you know, available as well trying to find people to date and you know, that's the damn shame. We all we have like everybody that I know that's looking for someone and this is the thing. It's not that I don't know any guys that are looking that 
aren't looking for someone, but they just have such uh, so many options. They get on my damn nerves, mm-hmm. and it's getting to the point where they know. That? I don't know. They know the damn stats. Why do men seem to have more options than women? But because it's more of us. It's more of a women. Wait, there's more women in the world? It's more women in the world. Can you believe that? And they, they're now getting to the point where they're spitting the stats back at us. Can you believe this shit? They're like, it's more of you than us. Ah. It's like to every, every, six, every like six women, there's one man. Can you believe that? I really didn't know that. That's disheartening. I mean, I'm about to say, say they got the nerve. They got the nerve to question fluidity. But look at what the stats are saying. Yeah, there's no other way. There isn't enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't really identify as anything, and I feel very Same. weird when people try to pigeonhole and be like, "So you're bisexual?" I'm like, "No, me so too." You're queer? No, I'm just Nicole, and I fall in love with whoever I fall in love with. I generally seek out men, but like, hey, if anybody else wants to come through and we vibe. I'm willing to try it. You never fucking know. Yeah, exactly. That's the same way that I feel, too. And it's like, I guess some people try to say that reality would say that you're queer. And it's like, if it makes you feel good to try and put me in a box, then I guess that's your prerogative. But I feel the exact same way that you do, where it's like, I just want to be me, shit. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to do that in every aspect of my life. Not uh-huh. just my sexuality, uh, but also my how I politically view shit. Like, stop trying to tell me that I'm right, left, or up, or down. Why can't yes. I just be me? Damn. Yeah. It's like, ugh. I fully agree. I did a... A book report? I don't know. So we had to like research a time period in high school and we researched the Harlem Renaissance. Ooh. And I can't remember who said this, but they were like, gay, straight, whatever. I'm just me screaming at the top of this roof, just being authentically myself. And I'm misquoting this horrifically, but like, that's how I feel. Uh, Kiki, I ask all of my guests this. Would you date me? Yes. Hell yes. Who would have a blast? <gasps> oh, what a dream. Yeah, no, we would have so much fun. I agree. I mean, I have so many glasses that I'm like, mm, I should show you my purple rhinestones. <laughs> I have such insane glasses <laughs> that like truly make no sense. Okay, Kiki, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, too. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. Oh, wait, before you go, do you have anything you want to promote? Um, yes. I mean, check me out on Instagram. Also check out my new network, Key TV. It's um available everywhere like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We have some good content over there that I'm very excited to share. And then also check out my podcast, baby. This is Kiki Palmer. <laughs> uh-huh. And also, literally, I'm gonna be on SNL like tomorrow. So also wish me luck there and I hope that you guys enjoy the show. Good luck and fucking congratulations. You're gonna fucking kill it. Like you're gonna be so <laughs> good you, on it. Man. Like I'm ah. I'm very excited to watch. Also, my friend Thanks. Ego is on the show. Um I love Ego. Oh my gosh, well I can't meet, wait to meet Ego. Tell her I said hello. I will. Bye, Kiki. Bye. Um, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, also, if you write me something dirty and email it to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com, I will read it. Also, if you want advice, questions, if we have crazy dating stories or advice for me or just comments, you can also send those too. I haven't been reading them, <laughs> but there might be an off chance where I'm like, Hmm, let's get into it. Okay. 
Also, they don't have to be super long. Also, you don't have to send dick pics um, or butt pics or titty pics. Okay, if we had sex, I would tie up your hands with your discarded leggings, (laughs) put you on your front and eat you from behind, fucking both your holes with my tongue and fingering your pussy. I'd spread you wide with three Four fingers before fucking with my wrist thick strap on. I would run my hands down your back as you accommodate my cock, pushing it to the hilt. Then I'd push your head into the pillow and pound you, spanking you hard until you're begging to come. When you've begged enough, I'll put my satisfier pro <laughs> on your clit and wish that I could feel you clenching around my dick as you tumble over the edge. When you begin to jerk with overstimulation, I'd keep the vibrator there and keep pounding you, making you come again and again. I won't ask much for you. I usually fall asleep after I come, but I would suck on your tits and call your mommy <laughs> while you get me off of the vibrator. So, so there's that. Much love. That was fun. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.